everyone. I'm S. And I'm C. And we're Castle Girls. Why did you who are we? That's a secret we'll never tell. You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip Girls. <laughs> so we review every episode of Gossip Girls starting from the very beginning. The very beginning. We're both women of color and the people on the show are not. Nope. It's, yeah, it's very sad. It's very white. <laughs> we do have a POC alert though. Blah, blah, blah. So whenever <laughs> we find the people of color out there, you will know as well. All right. Well, let's get into the episode. Yeah. So episode three, The Dark Knight, which is not even a play on words. It's just straight up. They they remove the K from The Dark Knight, the Batman. Um, yeah. And so the, the Netflix <laughs> description for this is Serena and Dan must deal with their problems while trapped in an elevator. Blair and Chuck question the lack of passion in their relationship. Which and is actually like a legitimate. This is the very first episode of Gossip Girl that. With the Netflix description has not just been what happens in the first five minutes. Really impressive. It's crazy. Yeah, I was really impressed. Like, oh, wait a minute. Like, this I, happens actually near the end. Right. I think, like, during the, the when we, because we watched this episode together when we were reviewing, um, when we were um, taking notes, you were like, wait a minute, can you pause? Like, if this is an actual thing that happened, like, yeah, it was very strange because everything else was like, you know, what would have happened would be, um, uh, it would be uh, like Nate and Vanessa or something, and right. Serena and Dan coming out uh, together. At the exactly, like, like it's yeah. hot in New York. Like, that's yeah, <laughs> yeah. That it, this is the first time the Netflix description has actually matched what happens over the course of the show rather than just the first five minutes. Right. So good job, new Netflix description writer. Yeah, we're gonna assume that someone got hired. Yeah, and um, actually had seen the episodes. Right, but then again, it could all go back to normal next episode. Who we knows? Don't know. This actually is part of the show. There's just a mystery of like how the the Netflix descriptions may change. I know. I love it. Episode, so it's just as mysterious as Gossip Girl. Exactly. <laughs> if not more so. Because <laughs> at least we have like some kind of like inkling of who this person is, Gossip Girl. But we Dorota. have no idea. No idea who this person who's writing this description I know, is. It's so mysterious. So mysterious. I'm into it. So, like we said before, it is summertime. It is August or summertime. Late August, and it's apparently ball sweaty outside. It is just as hot as it is in Chicago. Yeah, right now. it's just disgusting. And everybody is wearing salad dressing and glistening because no one sweats like that. Yeah, I when I sweat, it's like okay, I kind of glow, but you know, I'm I glisten. Normal. That's okay. That's fine. Um, but these people are wearing salad dressing as their sweat. Yeah, because like, yeah, because like it's just like kind of. It's just at like Serena's cleavage area. Right, it's not dripping. Like, it's, it's just not, like it's just it's just sitting there, it's just like kind of like just dormant, being oily. Yeah, Cher is Cher is describing to me on her her body right now where it is, and it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> just FYI, everyone who can't see this, which is everyone besides me. <laughs> But yeah, like it's just like resting there. It's not moving or traveling. Like when I sweat, I yeah, mean, it I, drips. It drip. Well, not so much because I glisten, but okay. you know, it does drip a little bit. <laughs> my upper lip drips a bit, but yeah, where it glistens. I glisten. Like I glisten. <laughs> it's so beautiful. I sparkle. I'm I glitter. Perfect. I'm perfect. Um, I glow. <laughs> I do glow. I'm so beautiful. I have men, inner glow. men have repeatedly told me how good I look after working out. Really? No. Oh, 
I remember this one time I said because you were saying like I was telling you how like disgusting I look after I work out and you're like I don't believe you I was like okay let's let's prove a point and so I sent you a selfie <laughs> and I looked just, you looked fine I know but like I, I think I made a face so maybe it looked like really yeah, distraught it was, it was the face but like I had like sweat stains everywhere and I had my feminist t-shirt on just just Looking right. at the camera like it's about to attack her. <laughs> oh my god! What I... are you running from on the treadmill, Cher? <laughs> Myself. Oh, <laughs> my self-esteem. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> it's awesome. Um, so yeah, so everybody's sweaty. Chuck is drinking scotch at like nine a.m. So classic, John, uh, classic Chuck, you know, doing his Chuck things, and is dealing with the aftermath of. Um, Blair, yet yeah, when uh, again with her um her new man cake, Marcus. new man cake. Yep, man cake, Marcus. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> like a pancake, man it's cake. Man, oh, I love that. That's so good. I'm gonna write that down. One second, <laughs> man cake. <laughs> she if she actually wrote it down, folks. Okay. It's pretty great. Um, yeah. So our man cake, Marcus. Oh, alliteration. Man cake. I'm writing down Marcus too. Love it. So yeah. So her man cake, Marcus, and you know he's dealing with that. The aftermath of that. So he's drinking a lot. And Jenny Poor is Chuck. <laughs> and Jenny, she is running around with all this fabric from, I guess, the from the fabric district and um, garment district, rather, is what it's called. And no one's helping her, and she's freaking out. Like, why don't you help me? <laughs> hey, can, can, can you guys take that out, please? I'm white. Why don't you help me? <laughs> That's what it sounded like to me. Oh my God, Jenny. Jenny has the most privilege out of everyone. Oh, so much How, privilege. Where, where does it come from? Or white privileges, <laughs> being white. Um, yeah, she's like, why don't you help me? Really, really? Like, it's so shrill. Yeah, because she's still interning for Eleanor. Yeah, and it's just like, girl, girl, stop. You're an intern. You're, You're 15. You you don't get to feel this way right now. <laughs> you don't get to earn this like trepidation and like up uh, like I don't know. It's just like, come on, just <laughs> what? It's really infuriating me, and just makes me sad. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's it's just a, it's just kind of like a montage of everybody like yeah. collectively sweating Vanessa in the heat. pining after Nate hotly. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. It's it's yeah, she's whining. She's like, Jenny, are you okay? Yeah, sorry, my phone slipped. I think my sheet got sweaty. What was I saying? Oh right, right. You like him? He likes you, so just call him. He stood me up, remember? He just made you wait a really long time and then called to cancel. That's completely different. And besides, he only did that to spare you his family drama, which is just more proof that he likes you. And calling him won't look desperate. It might. It will. It will. But in a cute, romantic way. What is wrong with me? I am so not the whiny. Should I call him, girl? Exactly. You are Vanessa, the do whatever she wants, girl, and you want to call him, so just do it. Look, I gotta go. Laurel is gonna kill me. Okay. Bye. That's like that's always someone's reaction. It's like no one's ever like read the rules about waiting three days to sext someone what <laughs> <laughs> what I'm are you talking so about <laughs> so you know the, the rules about waiting three days to call someone sure it's you know in the new day and age with tinder and everything you have to wait three days to sext someone really because no yeah. one that's never happened to me guys usually talk to me the same night mm-hmm so am I special? Mm-hmm. Yes, you are. Awesome. Very special snowflake. <laughs> I'm so special, guys. <laughs> guys just need guys just need the share. Um The share. That that's what I call myself. The share. The share. Just just throwing in articles whenever I can. <laughs> you are a share. 
Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, so, so um, Nate's taking money from Catherine and simultaneously making... So Vanessa does call him. Yeah, she just calls him, and it's great. And, and he's like, want to hang out? Yeah, and she's like, okay. Because like, he's with Catherine, and he, she's like buying him clothes, and it's really weird. It's kind of like her version of Pretty Woman. Oh, my God. You should try this like on. It'll look good on you. And, you know, he's just like, I need to get the fuck out of here. I need Nate and Vanessa to be together so bad. Yes, it's It's painful. It's a painful need that I need this to happen. Yeah, because, like, they look so cute together. I know, I want it. They're they're my OTP this episode. She has blue eyes. He's kind of poor. She's kind of poor. poor. (laughs) (laughs) He's from, uh, he's, he, um, she's from Brooklyn. He's been to Brooklyn. Like, it's, (laughs) it's great. I love it. I, oh I'm here for it. I, I he took the subway once. She took the subway all the time. <laughs> exactly. Seventy fifth and looks. Meant to be. Seventy <laughs> fifth and looks. Remember that from last season? No, I don't. He was like talking to Vanessa, and she's like, "Where are you?" Seventy fifth and looks. Oh, just, that's the worst. I know, and that's like Lexington. Lex. Yeah, oh, it's so gross. The way it's he so said close it. to the Met. Yeah, I know. But yeah, it's it's they're so sweet and cute together, and I want it to happen. I need it to happen soon. Okay. So writers, get on it. Um, <laughs> writers on the show that's already ended. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Get on it. Um. Okay. So the the Lord and Blair. Lord. Sorry. Okay. So I don't have the association with religion that you do, <laughs> and probably a lot of people. When I say the Lord, I mean Lord Lord the Marcus. Lord Marcus. Wait, should we call him a Lord? Yeah. A Lord. Okay, we'll just call him Mar- Marcus because I keep accidentally calling Mar- him James. So I call him the Lord. So Lord Marcus is like making out with Blair, but then he won't have sex with her because she is a delicate flower. Yeah, it's so weird. It's so gross. She, like, also, like, the making out, it's so funny. Okay, this is kind of like I told like I've said this before on the show, but like how I love when like awkward teens are awkward and like are making out with each other, and that's what's happening. It's not. It's not fun looking. It's not it's sexy very at unpleasant. all. It's very forced in a yeah. great way. And that's the thing that like I love about like teen dramas sometimes is that like sometimes they actually let the te- like the actors his t- like teens. And, and this like, is what's happening. Right. And Even like, though know, Marcus is 35. Right. <laughs> and Blair's like a solid 25. You know, at least. At least 25. Oh my god. But like it's interesting seeing you know these two characters kiss in that way because with her and chuck it's very much like intimate and it's very very overtly adult, adult and yeah. it's just like Ooh. and it's, it's like it's you know it. creepy and it's hot whatever but this is just like awkward yeah, i don't really like, i feel so awkward looking at them yeah, and it's a little bit I'm embarrassed for them and she's kind of borrowing some serena techniques with a little bit of some otter movements going yeah, on i kind of i kind of like well, with serena's otter movements i kind of feel like it's it's real like that's just how she kisses but then with Blair's I feel like it's fake and she's like forcing this relationship with Marcus also when I just did like the the, the outer yep. sign gave myself a little bit of headache got a <laughs> nice little bit of head rush, a little bit of blood rush because okay so I can't even imagine the kind what of pain love, baby <laughs> <laughs> Also, if like if I just got a head rush for doing that like one motion, I can't imagine the mad well, feelings that she feels when you're sexually aroused. Your okay. body feels less pain, so it's probably not quite as painful for an otter when you're actually That's fair. having That's sex. That's fair. Her eyes are probably dilated and shit. Yeah. Yeah. All things are going haywire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's us going haywire. Yeah. That's our sexy haywire times. Um. I love that we both be the same size. <laughs> yeah, so um, Serena is talking to Dan and she wants to 
like have their you know coming out as a couple at Blair's party. Yeah, and continually not sweating. Like it's it's obvious that she's it's not fake sweating. Sweat. Oh my god. It's, it's like or like or probably some po- or someone from like the stage crew like spritz some like water like some avian water body spray on her <laughs> and like you know yeah it's like it just like padded on her chest. It's, it's just sitting so, there. So fake looking. It's so fake. And you know she's like you know sun kissed and you know and she's very tan and she's like you know walking around with her blow or her freshly blown out hair. And um, we have to talk about the fact that she hasn't washed her hair in like seven Same episodes, uh, in yeah. seven episodes at least. So we'll we'll talk about that later. But you know, definitely Serena's living her best life, looking all glistening and stuff. And her and Dana just walking on the street, giggling and trying to like you know keep you know, their relationship secret, secret. But of course, people find out. And right as they are walking away, someone took a picture of them kissing. And the Gossip Girl is back. And Gossip Girl is back in the scene, back in the show because she has been kind of you know ominous but she hasn't really been used yeah so like they actually have a picture of them kissing and they're like oh i guess they're back together yep and who else is back together but nate and vanessa they're back on and he um is trying to convince her that he's committed to her and he wants to be with her and they're on the street talking and while this is happening across the street Catherine is viewing viewing this reconciliation she followed them in her limo and it's gross and it's possessive and it's all the nasty gross things that you can and think also about. you're married to the duke who we don't see at all by the way no we, we see him like for a second in the first episode but like he's just some white man like that's yeah. literally what he is the duke the duke so the duke well, yeah. dog the duke the duke <laughs> The Duke. <laughs> I love how you say that. Also, it reminds me of like the Duke in like Milan Rouge. Yeah. The Duke. The Duke. The Duke Hoyd. <laughs> I was just singing um Elephant Love Medley the other day. Oh really? It's so good. It's so good. I was seeing I was seeing something from the I was seeing their version of Roxanne. Roxanne. Their their version is way better than the you police. You have to pull it all under the light. Okay, sorry. Um but yeah, um, it's really funny how um, Catherine's so possessive. Yeah, yeah she's so. Ugh. It's so weird. It's so gross, though. Like it's remin- it's, it's reminiscent of like when Chuck stalks Blair. That and also like when Georgina was stalking Dan. Yeah, there's a lot of stalk. Like rich people really need to get hobbies because they don't <laughs> they don't have to work, so they just do things like follow their lovers because they have literally nothing better to do. Yeah, they want to keep tabs on the things that are they're invested in. Yeah. You know, they're not just that they're invested in, in. Yeah, they're not just invested in money, they're invested in people. Yeah, and they invest their money in people because yeah. you know Kath is investing she, her money. She in, wants her oh. she wants her kept man kept. Yeah. In her possession and it's horrible. It's ugh. Like he's a child. Let him be. I know, he's not even eighteen yet. I mean, age of consent though, seventeen. So he's True. so. I mean, like he's okay. To be, I guess he's not technically jail bait, but yeah. also, ugh. but still, it's 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 a, it's a <sighs> situation. It's gross. So you know something's gonna happen with that. Yep. So Blair is throwing another yet another party. It's a parents and student party. Apparently, for some reason, for back to school. It's yeah. A, it's a it's a party that she throws every year. Well, unlike last season, last episode, she threw a party for everybody going back to school, back to New York. <laughs> and it's just like she wanted to impress the impress, the Duchess, um, the Duchess, and she wanted to impress um, Marcus. But this is a party that she actually throws every year, and it's for everybody to like. You know, we're going back to school. I don't remember it being adults last year. Was it the kiss on the lips party? Yeah. Okay. It was there, there were adults. Never mind. Yeah. So this is, a, but this is at her penthouse this year, which is an interesting location. Um, I wish I had a because penthouse. plot, but um, 
but um yeah she is throwing it and she's excited about showing off marcus to all of her classmates and while this is going on um blair invited serena over to help her plan for it and um blair uh, serena you know is upset that blair hasn't congratulated her yet about uh, getting back together with dan and you know she knows because everyone reads gossip girl and so serena has amazing dialogue right here Eleanor comes home today. You're excited she finally gets to meet Marcus? And see why he's so wonderful? It's not often you find a man who's intelligent, sophisticated, has an appreciation for golden age Hollywood, and is a gentleman to boot. You know he hasn't pressured me about sex once? Not once? Wow, sounds like you really like him. Yes, I do. Do you see what I just did there? I expressed an interest in your relationship. Look, I know you know about me and Dan. Even Dorota told me she was happy for me. I'm happy for you. B, I know you don't approve of him. True. And I know that he's not the 22nd Lord of Westmorelandshire. Also true. Why can't you support me? Have you two talked about everything? All the very real reasons you broke up last year? Well, not completely. Well, when you do... If you're still together, I'll be happy for you. Till then, I think you're just fooling yourselves. Yeah, and, you know, it's fucking true. Like You should ask her about it. She's your best friend. Yeah. Yeah, and so, like, you know, something something big has happened. Like, she got together with her ex-boyfriend, and you're just sitting there silently planning your party and talking only about yourself. Right, but also Blair has a huge, has a huge valid point that, like, you know, have you guys discussed what's going on? Because they broke up for a lot of reasons. Right, and you can't just, like, you know, get back together because you miss each other. You have to, like, actually work out the also shit. Also because the sex is good. Right, I mean, valid. Yeah. But, you know, you, you still have to, like, discuss what's going on because you're going to break up yet again if you have the same issues. So, you know, while Serena was upset about, you know, Blair not congratulating her. Blair had good reason not to. Yeah. So um, there is some tension there, per usual, because that's their, the base of their relationship is tension. Oh my god. Because they're the true love story of this really of the show. <gasps> exactly. Blair and Serena. Blair and Serena. I'm, I, I, I Blurina. Actually, Blurina. Ooh, actually, that's kind of. Blurina is actually a great. I'm gonna name my kid that. Don't hold me to or that. Or Slayer. Ooh, Ooh, I like Slayer. Slayer. I'm into Slayer it. Slayer is so good. I'm into it. But yeah, so like, it's. It's 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 important that um, Blair tells Serena that too, just because like Serena needs to think about that. Yeah, she really needs to think about the the shit that they have to work out together, her and Dan. And it's like it's weird because what she wants is for Blair to be happy for her, and what she doesn't want is for her to ask questions about why they got back together, yeah. which is kind of like it's it's an opposite thing. Like she wants to talk about the happy parts, but not about the the not, real shit. Yeah, which yeah. you know she just got back together with her ex boyfriend for some reason. Mostly because of sex. Right, which is a valid reason. Yeah. Um, so Nate goes to Chuck to see about the money. He's like, I can't do this with Catherine anymore. I want to be with Vanessa. I want to make this work with her. But I'm, you know, basically chained to Catherine. Yeah, because that's like her, his only way to get money right now. Right, but also Catherine knows about, you know, his father. And oh, yeah. this is something that he, she could potentially hold over him at some point. Or, you know, like she casually said it in the dressing room. Like, yeah, well, maybe I'll just call. Like, Where's your father? The Dominican. And he's like, I told her that in confidence. Like, you can't be just like casually saying that shit out loud. So he's feeling a little bit threatened. He needs to like figure out an escape plan, an ex- exit strategy. And so he goes to Chuck, try to figure out if there's a way for him to like the money that he had promised or at least what had sent over to his mother could still be in, you know, in circulation for him and chuck is like yeah i put those into bonds they won't be able to be released for six months so 
Nate's like, okay, cool. Guess I'll, you know, go back to that was That was a very strange plot point. Like, what? I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's just so... uh, I was like, I feel like you would have some liquid assets. Like, how much money is it that you don't have any liquid assets to give to your friend? Yeah. Which we still don't know how much money it is, so it could just be, like, a giant amount of money that why would you ever have that much in your checking? Yeah, totally. So it's... um, I think think that that distinction might come up later. Who knows? But it's a very specific amount of time lapse so um yeah it's interesting but um, oh and then um chuck is like well you have to leave now because the japanese yeah uh, exactly air hostess also walks in poc alert yeah so poc alert very excited about that <laughs> even though it's something that he like grossly like ju- grossly back Ugh. into his house like he literally had someone like oh it's the, so gross the pack like the the, 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 the the butler's like this like the the package like i don't think he said the package but like it it could have basically been it was like someone something is here for you not someone. the flight oh no he said the flight from tokyo has arrived yeah well, did she have any lines i don't think she had any lines she literally just stood there yeah that's sucks. Ugh, gosh stop it uh, yeah stop you know fetishizing asian women okay i don't think he's fetishized but they did have like a lot of gross like um like my my package from the Orient, or like, well, it was like, well, what? I don't remember what they said. It was something weirdly racist. Yeah, it was. It was not. It was not flattering. No. by any means. So, um, yeah, just gross. So, Jenny, she is at her internship and is complaining for the emptiest time about. I've been here for three months, and I, you know, I haven't moved up. Girl, you are fifteen years old. Like, I must really want to be here. I've been here for three months, and no one's ever. I just for a minute with. Um, Eleanor Waldorf. Yeah, like I, that's not that long of a time. No, it's not. That's a blink. Yeah. Also, like, cool your fucking jets. That's right. Like you, be, you'll get there one day when you're like of age. Like I don't know, eighteen maybe. Maybe not fifteen anymore. Yeah, like come the fuck down. Like, yeah, you were so high strung. So, <laughs> like it's. And, you know, she's, like, complaining about the dress that... She's um, she's fitting dress on a model, and she's, like, giving her opinion on it. And she's right. like, it's there's like, something, not right. it's there's not something right. wrong with it. Right. And it's like, okay, there's nothing wrong with it. It's fine. And... And what what is the... What is the assistant's name? I forget her name. With the, the black woman? Bonnie, I think her name is. Okay. I don't remember her name, but she's like, this looks exactly like how Eleanor designed it. And Jenny's like, but it's ugly. Um... Yeah, it's just, she just yeah. has all these opinions and she talks a lot. And and that's the thing about like when you're starting out is that you don't know when to shut the fuck up. Yeah, especially when you're like 15 and doing an internship and people have been doing this for a lot longer. And like, yes, I understand there is some value in being a new set of eyes, but. Sure, and opinionated, but like there's yeah. a time and place for all of that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like when you are asked for your opinion, that's when you give it. But like until then, like don't just casually give it out. Yeah, don't don't even don't shit talk your boss. Yeah, and also like this is like a like um this is not a relationship. This is like a life tip. Um, don't always say what you think because sometimes people can... also a relationship. Yeah, also a relationship, but like in a life <laughs> tip too. Don't always say what you think. Not just because like it could get you in trouble, but also sometimes you think something out loud and someone then comes with a smart idea and then clean it for themselves. What has happened oh, to me? Oh, interesting. What has happened to me? Sorry, I keep stealing your weird ideas about American bidets or whatever. yes what the fuck um oh god get your own um so yeah it's it's uh it's just jenny she's going to be and jenny yeah and having growing pains and that's what it really comes down to is that she really doesn't know 
that you can't be this way in a job setting because it's her first job. And she just, you know, just... It's like, it's not even a job. It's an internship. And she's yeah. just, you know, she thinks it's like, okay, I'm going to do this one internship for three months and I'm going to be a famous designer. It's all or nothing. It's like, no, yeah. honey, you have so much you gotta work. to go. You got to work, 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 work. Work, As work, work. What? Uh, like Ariana. Work, work, work bitch. Work. Or, or... I was doing both. I did both. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. That, uh, that, that mix and... Down, 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 down. Okay. <laughs> I don't know either song at all. So. <laughs> This is bad. Please cut it out. I know Sue you won't. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it's in forever. Um, so Serena and Dan, they get cornered this in is Central the best. Park. This is my favorite scene of the entire episode. It's so oh, good. It's my mom. She's calling from Shanghai. Can I take this? Oh, yeah. Go. Sorry. Hello. Say by the bell. Are you Dan Humphrey? Hey, mom. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, can I help you? How can you do it? What? I'm sorry, I, I don't... Get back together with Serena? Don't you know she's just gonna lie to you again? She doesn't respect you. She never will. Excuse me, who, who are you? We read about everything on Gossip Girl. Your whole breakup, we're on your side. Except for her. She's a Serena. Okay, um, well, look, this is this is both creepy and none of your business, so if you could just, uh, go, please. We could just run along. I, I lost her. They were on a yacht with some Greek prince. Hello? Hey. Serena, how could you forgive him after sleeping with Georgina? What? What? No, hold on. This is insane. I didn't sleep with Georgina. All right, please go. But we're on your side, not me. His mouth kissed Georgina's. Think about that the next time. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's enough. Now I'm telling you to go. Come on, get out of here. Shoot. Thank you. (laughs) Wow. What was that? It was, uh... That was Gossip Girl. <laughs> it's so good. Beautiful. This is I, like this I, is the true Gossip Girl of the episode for sure. And it's just it's just a beautiful thing to possess because like you don't necessarily with these like gossip columns and stuff like that. You don't necessarily get in contact with the people who actually read the <laughs> gossip columns. So it's funny seeing you know the fourth wall almost broken when you have like these real teens or not real but like quote unquote real teens reading you know blogs and then seeing the um the subjects of these blogs be in contact with the readers it's just really funny and uh, i thought it was a really meta yeah for the show i i really appreciate when gossip girl is actually part of the um series rather than just like the name of the show and the narrator yeah because that's what it is essentially. It's just the narrator for the show, but and like, oh my god, Gossip Girl is such a gr- she. She's a great narrator. Like mm-hmm. Kristen Bell kills it. Oh yeah, for sure. Shout out to Kristen Bell. She's, Please be on our show. She's so great. You don't listen to this. It's fine. She, she uh, actually over the weekend. Um, my favorite television show on TV is called CBS Sunday Morning. <laughs> it is a. I just rolled my eyes. Yeah, it's fine. I don't Who care. watches CBS unless they're over sixty? Me. Um, I also watched Meet the Press on. Oh no, um, Face the Nation right after because <laughs> I'm. I am a. I am a fifty-year-old Republican. <laughs> I am a fifty-year-old Republican, but. Um, she did a they had an expose about Kristen Bell and about like her her interesting trajectory in like pop culture and like her movie roles and how like she basically forged her own path because you know she's too pretty to be the dork but she's also not homely enough to be like the snappy um snappy sarcastic person so she basically made her own path in Hollywood and mm-hmm. how like she you now the she's like the quote unquote Kristen Bell type and it's really cool. And they also released the first time ever her pictures with um, Dax with Dax Shepard on their wedding day. 
and oh they God, like got married like the courthouse couple they're the adorable like she wore like a like a like a black shirt and like a, a silver statement piece and like black trousers and they like um got married at the courthouse and it was the sweetest fucking picture oh i love that it's so cute and it's like oh my god you're the best couple like they're just so cute and in love and happy together and i, I just wanted to make it forever and never oh i love them so much yeah one of my favorite movies that like i love to hate is called when in rome i always wanted to it's see that movie so good i've seen it like five times really? it is so good i mean dak shepherd's in it and <gasps> kristen bell obviously yeah, yeah yeah and it's just so cute it's really really bad and, and like, josh hartnett no no josh hartnett no. josh whatever the other josh who the guy who's like in the movie with her like her love interest oh my god i forget who the love interest is yeah he's a guy named josh he's he was in josh. like he was just like a oh. transformers uh the, 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 the. he was in uh that other terrible teen movie i can't remember his name he's the one who's married to fergie yes josh duhamel duhamel yes it. duhamel du- i don't know josh duhamel yeah some weird foreign last name sure so that's him yeah <laughs> I can do that to white people. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Reverse racism. I can't pronounce your last name, Josh. So get a new Reverse one. Reverse racism. Um, it's not a thing. Yeah. Um, nope. No, it's not a thing at all. But yeah. Yeah, uh, he's, he's in it. But then um, so is Napoleon Dynamite. And Oh, um, Ch- um, John Hader? Yeah. I love him. And uh, Job from Arrested Development. Oh, oh. Will Arnett? Yeah. I, okay, I love this cast. Holy it's shit. so good. It's And then Pedro's also in it from oh um, Napoleon Dynamite. Okay. I think I have to watch this movie soon. Yeah, well, we're going to watch it together. It's fine. Awesome. It's so good. Yeah, and also she's going to be in, an, and also Kristen Bell's going to be in a new TV series coming this fall. Veronica Mars? No. Oh. But it's kind of close. It's not kind of close, but like it's funny. It's called The Good Place. And it's essentially she, um, Kristen Bell's character dies and she goes to heaven, but they don't call it heaven. They call it The Good Place and then, and then versus the, the Bad Place. And they essentially made a mistake. Like she should have gone to heaven. She should have went to hell. Oops. And so like it's her pretty much going through like heaven and trying to, you know, probably be a better person, but also like her being a shitty human being. Mm-hmm. And like the cast is pretty cool. Like Ted dances in it. And I love Ted dancing. Oh, my God. From uh, Cheers. Yeah. 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 He's in it. He's kind of like the quote unquote like HR rep or like the he's not God, but he's like kind of close. It's not like God or Peter. Jesus, but like he's he's. Maybe, yeah. Maybe he's like kind of like St. Peter. St. Peter, sorry. Yeah, so it's kind of like the guy's like, uh, yeah, give me like your your um, your um entrance interview and like, you know, stuff like that about heaven. I don't know. It, the trailer is really funny and cute and I'm really interested in it. So shout out to Kristen Bell and your new TV series. We love you. We love you. Um, so yeah, Kristen Bell, um, it's nice seeing like Gossip Girl being part of the show. Yeah. And just be, not just being the, ominous, uh, the um, omnipresent uh, narrator of the show. Yeah, so then um, Dan and Serena, after this whole encounter with the, the tweens, are like, oh, should we talk about it? Maybe later. Right, and even like before the tweens came up, Dan was like really relieved when Serena had to take the phone call. I was like, saved by the bill. Yeah, they don't want to talk about it. They do it. not want to talk about because it. Because they know. They know what's going to happen if they do talk about it. They'll yeah, break up. They'll break up. And so they're just trying to like live in this bubble where they don't have to like you know actually actively be a part of. It the- is a good place to be. Bubbles I, are I like awesome. the bubble. I love the bubble. Nothing nothing bad happens to the bubble. I know. Nothing but kisses and sunshine. Oh my god, and cuddles. Oh, I love, love cuddles. Ugh, cuddle bubble. Ugh. I want to be in cuddle bubble. Me too. Um anybody listeners, if you want to be in my cuddle bubble, you can you can slide into my DMs. Yeah. Um, I will probably reject you, but apply. it's fine. You can you can definitely slide in slide on in DMs. <laughs> 
I'll he pro- used to slide into my DMs <laughs> late night when you could have faved. Okay, <laughs> I made that up months ago. There's a vine, I think. Oh, that's so good. It's really good. That's really good. So Nana and Vanessa are out again, and he's super nervous about getting close to her. Um, he they're at the cafe and they're talking, but he's like deflecting a kiss from her. And she's like, you know, kind of like feeling rejected. And then yeah. as soon as that point happens, Blair shows up um, because earlier in the episode, Blair had gotten a phone call from Catherine. Catherine telling Blair about her seeing Nate with Vanessa and trying to investigate and figure out what the fuck's going on, like get them to break up. Yeah. So Blair invites Vanessa under the pretense that she doesn't want Nate to be dating Kath. And so she's like, I want you to be Vanessa with Vanessa. And like, she's going to distract you from Kath because she's Kath is my boyfriend's stepmom. And it's weird, but like, you know, that's a really good excuse, Blair. Yeah. And it's like, um, are you sure you want to do this? Because like what you're doing is to help me. It's kind of awesome. And she's like, oh, please. This is not like this is way beyond you. Like, I'm trying to do this for me. I also don't fully understand why she's doing Catherine's bidding because she has she holds the sword over Catherine. She's the one who can destroy Catherine. And I don't understand why she's like um, making her do this and why she's like acquiescing with Catherine's request to find out what's going on with Vanessa. So that's something that's weird and it might just be her desire to plot yeah i think that is too and also i feel like she wants to still stay in um Catherine's good graces just in case if she slips up oh very true because like you know blair has a tendency of you know putting her foot in her mouth when right. possible like she did the first time she met Catherine. so like you know i feel like she wants to continue making sure that the bridge is not completely burned yeah and also probably giving herself some more ammunition to further blackmail Catherine because you know Blair, be, Blair, lovey, loves Blair gonna Blair. Blair. Yeah, Blair gonna Blair. Blair gonna blackmail. So, yeah. So then we go to um, Chuck and Serena, who are talking for some reason about sex. Well, yeah, I think she just showed up at the house, and um, Chuck is there. And while she was coming in, um, the Japanese flight attendant was leaving, and she's like, "Oh, I guess you got an over Blair." He's like, "Not exactly." And so we find out that um he can't get it up. Nope, he is cock blocked by himself. Yeah, because um he you know hasn't gotten over Blair, and while in the conversation with Blair, he uh, with the Serena, he thinks, oh shit, maybe I should like fuck, you know, Blair out of my body essentially. Sometimes I envy you the way you just ew. What am I saying? You're disgusting. Relax. Nothing happened with Madame Butterfly. Yeah, right. No. Nothing happened. Same as nothing's been happening all week. What are you talking about? You've had different girls every day. No. I'll take your incredulity as a compliment. No, but, I mean, come on, you you must have tried. Everything. From the erotic to the pharmaceutical. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm not laughing. It's just so obvious. You're not over Blair. Come on, this is your body's way of telling you. I don't have a romantic bone in my body. Least of all that one. But you do raise an interesting idea. Clearly there's some sort of blockage. Perhaps? No. Chuck? One more go around, just to clear the pipe. You are not using Blair as sexual Drano. I have to make myself presentable. I have a party to attend. By the way, congrats on you and Humphrey. 
Water always finds its own level. Okay, so then um, he essentially compares Blair to sexual Drano. Yeah. No, no, is... no, Serena does that. Oh, okay, yeah. She yeah, says... Serena's like, you can't just, you can't use her as your own sexual Drano. And it's so, cr- it's so right, but also so gross. It's, yeah, that's because he's like, oh, I'm being blocked by my desire to have sex with Blair, and that's why I can't have sex with anyone else. Not because I have feelings for Blair, but because I want to, I need to have sex with her one time. Yep. Which that's not, nope. Nope. So it's gross. Yeah. So back to um, Waldorf, Eleanor Waldorf Designs. Yeah, Jenny is, you know, yet again going on a rampage about like how the up the the, the clothes are like so nineties and so out of style. I just think if we hemmed it and then got rid of all that stuff by the collar, right? Yeah, oh my god, that's so much better. I just I feel like the dress is trying too hard and this part is so nineties. Interesting observation. And who are you? Uh I'm I'm Jenny Humphrey, the Parsons intern. Uh, I thought you were going home. Laurel went to go meet you. And I decided to come here. You can um, leave those and bring the rest of the bags to the apartment. So, now, interns have opinions. I have been gone a while. Mrs. Waldorf, um, I hope that you don't think that I was trying to... That you were telling the model that has to wear my design all the many, many things that are wrong with it. It's hot and late. We'll finish your fitting tomorrow. I'm I'm so sorry. That was completely, completely unprofessional, and I promise it will never happen again for me. I, I swear. I know you won't. Not here, at least. I need people around here that I can trust. Clean out your station. What? No. No, please. You can't. Oh, yes, please, I can. And, of, of course, Eleanor you know, presents herself. She's just come back from Paris. She's supposed to go to her penthouse before, but she came straight to the office because she needed to get right to work. And Jenny is completely embarrassed. And she's like trying to like, you know, put all the words back in her mouth, but she can't. And uh, I was like, "Um, I need somebody, I need people in my life that I can trust and I can't trust you. You're going to be talking about me behind my back. So uh, hit the bricks, girl. You're fired. Yeah. And that's what Trump says. Remember, he is not a president he is a business person who has a reality show. Yeah, and a, and a star on the Walk of Fame. Yeah, which that is, was, that has a wall built around it. Apparently, yes, I love I love I love when people <laughs> fuck Trump. Fuck Trump. Um, not not into it. But yeah, so like you know, Jenny's like, no, please, like, I'll do anything. And it's like, girl, like you can't, you can't. Yeah. I mean, she's learning. She's learning. She's a child. She's learning. And then, but Eleanor, she, but she's hard headed, and she kind of like you know, she fucked it up. You she know, fucked it up. she she did a bad thing. I mean, she's like dissing her boss in front of her. Yeah, can't be doing that. That's not yeah. Great. So Eleanor tells Jenny to clean out her desk. Right, and so um, Nate he is out and about, and he um, suspects that Nate is up to something. Oh, hey. Oh, that was you. A little warm for a run, isn't it? Yeah, you know, I was just, um, had some things to think about. So. Uh, will I see you at Blair's tonight? Yeah. Are uh, you headed down there now or what? No, I promised the Duchess I'd pick her up. Oh, your mother's coming. Oh, yes. Yeah, so she and Blair are fast friends. I always find them whispering in a corner. A bit troubling, come to think of it. Anyway, I'll see you tonight. Thanks, man. Vanessa, leave a message after the beep. 
Hey, Vanessa, it's Nate. Uh, listen, I'm so sorry, but about tonight. It's- yeah, so um, Nate and Marcus, they run into each other in Central Park, and they're having a conversation, and while they're talking, um, Marcus lets slip about... Um, Blair and the Duchess talking about stuff. Oh, and they're they're ha- they're very buddy buddy. They're very buddy buddy, and Nate's kind of like, I don't know about this. So yeah, so then he kind of assumes since Blair was saying she doesn't want Nate to be with the Duchess, that she's probably lying if she's good friends with the Duchess. Yeah. So Nate, you know, tries to reach Vanessa. It's like, hey, don't come tonight. You know, it's gonna be some drama. Just stay home we'll you know we'll meet up later we'll you know hang out some other time sorry to do this the last minute and vanessa she avoids the she avoids the voicemail she doesn't want to um to, she listens to it but she doesn't want to respond because she wants to like according to her shake him and let him know like i can handle your family drama like i'm here for you i love that though which i love that too it's so good like she's like she wants to like let him know hey I'm she's here all for you. in i want to be with you no matter what that means so, you know, she is talking to Rufus about this while she's waiting for Dan because they're both going to the party together. And Rufus gives her the sage advice. Maybe you should just pretend like you left your phone at the cafe and didn't get his message. Which is fucking rad. Like, yeah. Shout out to Rufus. That was good, a good job. That was some good advice there. So, yeah. So um, Relation tips. Relationship. Pretend like you didn't see the message. Lie. And <laughs> <laughs> every relationship lie. Lie until you can't lie anymore. Until you're at least, or uh, unless you're caught. Um, so lie until you're caught. Pretty much. So, um, yeah. So, yeah. So at the party, which is a mixture of parents and teens. Yeah, you see Nelly Yuki. Oh my God, I love Nelly Yuki. Nelly Yuki and Penelope, they're like, you know, catching up with Blair, and Blair is like telling them little anecdotes about, um, Marcus and then you know how like he's a lord and he's fancy and how like I'm supposed to be going to Yale but like you know he's been trying to you know get me into Oxford and while this is going on Nate not Nate geez, Chuck, Chuck Chuck overhears this and like comes up to Blair and kind of pulls her away because he's like I'm gonna try to have sex with her he says like all these really creepy things it's like so gross he puts the proposition to her and she's like no get out get away from me yeah. and he's like you're not satisfied you're not satisfied I know you're not what a pity so much wasted potential. What are you talking about? The thing that always fascinated me about you. The cool exterior. The fire below. You are living proof a person can't buy class. You can't tell me Bertie Wooster is satisfying your needs. Titles aside, a suit of armor makes for a cold bedfellow. Not that it's any of your business, but Marcus and I have an amazing sex life. Is that so? Mm. Does it call you when you make love? Where is he? Put his hand. describe this scene though so so what's happening is like they're they're standing like really close to each other he's standing behind her and like kind of like 
touching her intimately and says things like what name does he call you when you make love oh god it's so gross <laughs> and, and it's like, like it's whispering like, in her ear and right like, and like filling her up and it's like sex with me like, i know oh he says have sex, sex with, with me, me. like not, that's so romantic right yeah it's like not even like you know some kind of like alliteration no it's like uh, come come away with me right no 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 kind of nothing beautiful metaphor at all it's like have, have sex, sex with, with me. me straight up proposition charge that no no thank you i don't want that i'm with marcus and he's like and basically for now essentially so it yeah. was like very like weird and gross Ugh. So. anyways and then there's a major plot point blackout blackout they own citywide so everyone is pretty much stuck where they are including even um dan and serena because they're on an elevator trapped trapped in an elevator together and it's awkward beforehand they're like really quiet they're like awkward they're not really, they're not really talking with one another because he goes over to serena's house to um pick her up and it's just i don't know it's 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 really sad they're kind of like you, you know, know you know it's gonna happen soon the breakup's gonna happen right, very very soon right and so like w- during the blackout serena she um is in the corner of the elevator and dan calls the operator like yeah we're still in the elevator blah 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 and then serena kind of like gives like a you know kind of like a quizzical look and dan's like what she's like well you know you could have used my name yeah, and that's like, you know, it's a true thing, but also it's like really, really rich privilege girl. Yeah, and he's like, ugh. So he does it in hoping to get like a different response than the one he got, where he's like, we'll send someone up right away. away. And he's like, fuck. And, you know, that's it's, it's totally rich privilege moment. And it's one of those things that you actually haven't really seen from Serena so much because mm-hmm. it's not a card that she usually throws out. But, like, this is something. She's like, this is who I am. This is who I am. and My name does things. Right. And it's something that you never really see. Like, you know, and there was a whole plot point in season one where, like, she didn't think that she had that kind of privilege. When yeah, she with went the, with the pool party. Yeah. And she was like, if I get expelled, I'm not going to get expelled. Well, right. Yeah. But also, not well, she thought, like, that's not like expelled, but, like, she thought that she didn't have any kind of special privilege, you know that she thought like you know she was afraid to talk about what happened because she didn't want to get expelled and all that stuff and then of course she just got with the bare minimum because bart made a phone call so money yeah so for her she doesn't really see herself being privileged in that moment she did and it's kind of like oh she recognized it she recognized it and it's a little bit of a turning point maybe for a little bit so yeah yeah, there's some um this is like the serena that has been kind of been built up for a while and you know it's probably part of the serene that we never really saw, you know, before like, the series started. It's also kind so. of the point of contention between Dan and Serena and like part of the reason that they broke up last time is because of like their wildly varying worlds. Right. So worlds. What the this world. Yeah. So um, I haven't there, mentioned this world recently. Yeah, we haven't, but I but I got a feeling, got a hankering that's gonna it's be coming. It's gonna happen soon. It's gonna come back. So while that is happening, um, so Jenny is stuck with Eleanor because, you know, the blackout, the blackout and she, um, Eleanor's like, well, since you're here, you can like help me with this. And they bond over the fact that Jenny d- is right about the fashion. Of her, the, opinion her opinion is correct. And like, 
I don't like that. I don't, I don't like, like it either. I don't like she's she being should've. validated for this, for her being yeah. very opinionated about this fashion thing. Like, yes, she does have an eye for stuff, but I also like the kind of like clap back of Eleanor. She's like, don't let that come to your head. And it's yeah, she's fifteen. She's fifteen years old. Yeah, she's talented, but that she's not all knowing. Like, she doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Not necessarily. Not, not from the business perspective, at least. Like, yes, she has like some eye for it. Great, but she. That's she's not... nowhere near being ready to do anything for herself so it's um it's, it's it's a tricky situation certainly and i and i was really sad that like they chose this to be the way for her to like you know go deeper into the fashion industry so to have to have some validation from eleanor but i don't know it's um it's a bit disconcerting for me yeah it's I, I don't know i i didn't like that plot point i feel like jenny keeps getting validated like from the white party mm-hmm. and like this situation like yeah uh, i mean i granted she is a lead character and they want to make sure that this like like they want to prove a point with the yeah. plot and i know where they're going with this plot but like still like the breadcrumbs are leading to this you know eventual you know apex of the of the season it's just like I don't like I don't, it. I don't believe it. I don't like it. It's her her designs aren't good either. Like okay. from everything that we've seen so far of hers, it's all very very amateur and doesn't look good. Yeah, it's 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 not enough to back up the hype. Yeah, around her. So anyway, so Nate he um is with Catherine and Vanessa comes up and you know she's like, are you with that woman? Are you with her? And Nate's like, yeah, I'm with her. Like, Are you having sex with her? Yes, I'm having sex with her. And Vanessa's like, I don't want to hear anything. I don't want, this is gross. I did not sign up for this. I did not be like, you know, in this love triangle with like this Mrs. Robinson type yeah. character. And Nate's like, it's not like that. Please let me explain. But my mom still thinks Chuck's lending us the money. So just sending it to me. So borrowing money from your son's friend is fine, but whoring him out to pay the club bill isn't. Do you want to be with this woman? No, I want to be with you. But I just know that's not going to happen now, so... Nate. You have to end this for yourself. Forget about what I said before. You are better than this. Hey. I'll be here when you get back. Yeah, so like it's it's hard for Nate to like, you know, be so defeated. Yeah, but it's like it's really sweet when he's like, I want to be with you. And like, I want to be with you. I don't want Catherine. You know, please give me out of this. Please let's just doing this for the money. I just I but I, I need it for my family. Like my family were, you know, we're not doing great, but you know, I in my heart I want to be with you. And so Vanessa's like, Well, let's try to figure this out. Let's try to get you out of this. And it's it's a really telling moment for the val- the the validity of Vanessa's affections for Nate. Like she really cares about him. Yeah, and she she's willing to overlook the fact that he's being a chicolo. Yeah. So speaking of um sex apades, Chuck <laughs> Oh, Chuck. Oh, so Blair. The lights, baby, when the lights go out. Remember that song by Five? Yeah. Like, yeah. So anyway, so the lights go out and um, Blair, Blair, she tells Marcus to come meet her in her bedroom. Because she wants the sex. She wants the sex. She wants it real bad because she, you know, so got propositioned to... by Chuck. Oh, and, and she talked to Catherine. And she talked to Catherine and. Catherine essentially said, 
Um, you know that one thing that's missing from your and Marcus's relationship? The one thing you said you could live without? Well, you're never going to get it. And it's like, why do you know that? Why do you know that Marcus and Blair haven't had sex yet and that they'll never will have sex, I guess? Yeah, some interesting things were happening. Think, some foreshadowing, for yeah, sure, was I happening there. I feel like there. she's also drawing a parallel to Marcus's dad. Right. And saying like, oh, I guess these guys just don't have sex. Right. So so, so Cher thought this was because um, Marcus didn't have a dick. Yeah, I essentially thought he was a eunuch. I was like, yeah, being a... Oh, nothing. sorry, he didn't have balls. Yeah, um, just like, nope, he doesn't have it. Just, you know, just yeah, out here. So... Um, so I also, I assumed that he was, um, using Blair as a cover up for whatever. A beard. Yeah. As a beard. So we were both wrong, but, yeah. <laughs> but well, we won't find that out till later. We won't find out till later, but, um, so this is when Cher started filing her nails in the episode. <laughs> I don't know why, but it was really funny to me. <laughs> Sorry if I, I had a hangnail. And she was it. like, she pulls out her nail file. She was going, shh. <laughs> it was really cute. I had a hay nail and I had to fix it. Aww. But um yeah, it's um it's really uh, it's really horrible and creepy because Blair was like she wants to meet uh, Marcus and Chuck overheard this and she's waiting for Marcus to find her in her bedroom and Chuck puts on his real in real life British accent. Because he's British. Because the, the actor Ed Westwick is British and he puts it on um, for Blair to make him think that it was Marcus and um, he you know kind of low-key sexually assaults her yeah because you know in you know you know to, she we, thinks to be, we, we, to be, we are to believe that um, Blair thinks that it is um, Marcus. Marcus with her but it's Chuck but it's Chuck and that's horrible and awkward yeah I don't I don't really like that. Chuck is so bad in so many ways. Yeah, like I try to There's I, like almost no redeeming qualities. I try to I really try to root for him. I try, but like it's he so constantly hard. makes it so difficult. So I know. I'm just not into it. So um In the elevator. Serena and Dan start to fight, start to argue about, you know, the same shit. Yeah, and Dan's Dan explaining about, you know, the differences whatever well yeah well like the thing is like she he's trying to like get out because like apparently the people that were trying to um rescue them wasn't coming up fast enough so he's trying to get out of the elevator through the ceiling yeah and he's like fucking climbing up on the the little railing right and And she was like he falls off right she's like you're like you are never uh, like you like you have to be always right and he, and then like dance playing i never said i was right that's that's a dance playing what is dance playing yeah you did say you were right you, you think you're right you're right. like uh, he looks really hot with dressing on his face though he really does oh my god Oof. that dressing just makes him look talk so about, good talking about glistening and then talk about salads mm, i don't know what we're talking about <laughs> i don't either Toss salad? I don't know. Ew, no. Why would you do that? Oh, my God. Okay. You did it. I did it. I quit this podcast. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, fine. I, I resigned up. Yes, thank you. Uh, yeah, so um, while this is happening, Marcus catches Blair and Chuck in the act. Because the lights come back on. Yeah, and... Um, They're she, heavily making oh, out. Oh, yeah. Look at, there's like no way that she did not know it was Chuck. Yeah, especially if you've made out with Chuck that many times before. Yeah, and they're like in it. Again, especially in. with like the way that she kisses Marcus. Yeah. There's not that much ferocity right. as there is with this. Absolutely. So like there's like some intense things happening and Marcus is like shot to dumbfounded. And his, like, his, dumb, his dumbfounded <laughs> face so is so funny and stupid. He's like, it's like he just looks like so sad. He's like, what? 
What's happening? happening? Whoa. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Blair's like, oh my God. Oh my God. I'm sorry. Hey, I thought it was I, you. He had a it's British accent. accent. And Chuck's like, you know, it was me. And it's like, he's like putting on his, like his ascot back on. And oh my God. Marcus punches him in the scar. face and then storms out. And then in front of the entire party, Blair like declares like I knew it was Chuck but like I want you and Marcus like I want you too and she's like I'm my little precious flower like I want you to have me and they start like passionately making out and it's like how uh, awkward for the rest of the people who are like are witnessing you doing this that? Like, yeah it's like what about also the, uh, why is no one taking pictures for Gossip Girl they were just kind of staring they, they were, were so surprised they were so surprised I mean, it was pretty shocking yeah so, like <laughs> I feel mean, like they can't like they like run into like oh yeah we have to put this on the blog oh my god um but it's just um. Yeah, it's uh, ooh, it's pretty gross. It's but like Chuck fine. is like you know, not pleased about this at all. So um, yeah. So when the lights come back on, Nate finds Vanessa, and Vanessa looks distraught, and she looks at him pleadingly. She's like, "Have you broken up with, with Catherine?" He's like, "No." He's like, "Don't." Yeah, she really loves you. She really wants to be with you, and you should be with her. And and so makes confused because that's kind of his default. But makes confused, <laughs> and she leaves. And, and this Vanessa is leaves. So sad. This part's so sad. It's so sad. And I hate that they're not together. I know. And um, Nate goes back to Catherine, and then we, you know, back at the ranch, aka the elevator. Um, Serena and Dan, they are kind of in an impasse. They know that like where they are in the relationship can't go can't move forward like it is but they also done. know that you know and their relationship only exists in this elevator now <laughs> as as Shira said earlier our relationships have ups and downs yeah <laughs> i'm the worst you um, are the best <laughs> um but yeah but they're in an impasse they know like they can't move forward in like the delusion of the, the relationship can continue on without actually talking about their feelings but knowing that once they talk about their feelings and their issues they have to break up because they can't move forward so once they get out the elevator they're over and no soon gets off the elevator i'm scared to the point of i know me too when i step out of here it's over I think, I think it was already. It just took us this long to realize and get used to the idea. Serena. I still... I know. classic classic serena i'm scared she I'm said scared. i don't know I, I feel like i should have counted how many times she says i'm scared in the show we should have a tally i'm scared okay this is like at least four at least four so she's consistently scared i think the last time she was scared i can remember was when she was about to have sex yeah with um with um dan like, for the first time for the first time because like, no one's ever looked at me the way you just did so oh. she's she's uh she's very timid <laughs> she's yeah. very she's very in her feelings about this so th- these are like real relation things i think she's never been in an actual relationship before and so like yeah. obviously this is scary it's super scary yeah relationships are terrifying that's yeah why that's why i don't recommend them relation <laughs> tips don't be in one <laughs> don't be in one <laughs> 
I wish I were. I so hope someone's cataloging our relationships. They should. I feel like we're going to release this as a book. I know. We're not, but we should. Um, I'm actually putting it on this on, on tape, so I'll give myself accountability. Make this relationships into a book. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's sad because this season so far has been leading up to this moment, or if not the season series the series because you know since episode two these kids have been like pretty much fighting the good fight and trying to make this relationship from that is due two different worlds just from the start try to make it work and they realize like hey man like we tried we really tried we tried for like a year and this is just not happening so we're gonna you know peace easy hopefully and back in school and like you know can be friends oh, so so sad i don't like it yeah and it's a bummer but they break up amicably at least sort of yeah so chuck is in a limousine making out with some woman and he's like i can't do this and she's like i thought you were better and he goes i am better just not for you yep, <laughs> which is the biggest diss you can tell a woman oh, like for sure yeah erections are not based on you women relationships it's never your fault it's always his fault. Yeah, always. Like, yeah, it's never, it's never you. Yeah, guys are trash. They no, are. One. So like, if they can get it up for you, good for them. But like, if they can't, it's not, not your fault. fault. Not your fault at all. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So he's obviously still in love with Blair and probably mm-hmm. gonna try to pursue her in the future. Yeah. And so Dan he heads back to Brooklyn and they're on the rooftop of his loft. And him and Vanessa are like, you know, pretty much debriefing about their respective breakups. Vanessa talks to uh, Dan about her breakup with Nate. And, you know, Dan talks to Vanessa about his breakup with Serena. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I cannot believe that Nate Archibald is a gigolo. You cannot tell anyone, remember? Hey, who would I tell? Who would I tell? Except everyone I've ever met. I won't. I won't. But why'd you tell him to stay with that woman? I thought you, you know, I thought you liked him. I do. That's that's why I did it. I don't understand. She told me that if Nate left her, she would go to the FBI and tell them where Nate's dad is hiding out. And it's horrible, you know, because she... Love, she uh, there's never been the love word but like she generally cares about nate and wants to be with him and she hates it but she is doing it because she cares about him so much because yeah. she wants to be with him so it's much. so sad i'm so sad about this relationship yeah and i want them to be together yeah and so dan you know he doesn't really know what the future holds because like you know school starting you know soon and he doesn't really know what you know that is going to look like for him but you know he's willing to give it a you know a try yeah, i guess fine so, yeah so and that's pretty much the episode unlike nate we're not getting money from a wealthy older lover here's a word from our sponsors listeners to the gospel girls podcast warby parker's offering a free five-day home try-on to give you the opportunity to check out their glasses so i really like warby parker what about you i love going to their website and just putting glasses on my face <laughs> Okay, I do too. It's cute. It's fun. It's really cute. Sometimes um, I actually, um, at one point, my Twitter avatar was one of their pictures that I tried on. It's just like, because <laughs> I wanted to have glasses, but I couldn't find any. So I, but I wanted it in my picture and it looked really good. Oh, that's so cute. So you should do that too. Or you can like actually order them. And to do so, you can 
get that today on worryparkertrial.com slash postloudness to let us know you came from us. Again, that is worryparkertrial.com slash postloudness for your free five-day home trial. And now back to the show. Yeah, um, so... Um, outfits? Any good outfits? Fashion, 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 fashion. I hated fa- um, Blair's gold dress or yellow. I love the color. Love okay, the color. so this is like this mustard yellow dress, and it was such a gorgeous color, and I love mustard yellow. Me too. But it was like styled like on the left side. There was a giant poof, and then there was some weird ruching on the other side, and it was asymmetrical. And I don't like asymmetrical. It was, it was a one shoulder like, dress. It was just weird. Yeah, it looked bad. It looked like it, there was a bow on it, but then it just wasn't tied. Yeah, like it came loose or something. Yeah, and it's, that was the outfit, and it was not very cute or becoming for her at all. Yeah. Was not interested. Um, I did kind of like Jenny's kind of sweat outfit that she was wearing, her little like work outfit. I thought it was kind of cute. It was kind of edgy uh-huh. and kind of um, fun and something I would wear, honestly, Aww. which is something I never really say on the show. <laughs> but like, because a lot of these show, a lot of these outfits are, I, was, I would, I could never, I mean, I would love to wear them for certain events, but I would never be in an event where I would like yeah, wear an outfit to wear like that. something so fancy. But that outfit I would totally wear, like Alamy Streets, I would totally wear it. It was yeah. kind of like a romper thing going on and I was into it. Um, Dan's outfit, he's still wearing the vests. Yeah, that, Dan. For and, some reason. Dan in the season of vests. Yeah. Oh my God. And that it, sucks. It, he continues this for a while. This is like kind of like the almost like the Dan uniform. Oh my God. So which gross. is Which is which is very popular in that moment. Like a lot of guys are doing that. Vest you, over v neck. Yeah, vest over v neck with like a stupid fedora, usually because. I'm picturing Dan in a fedora. He wasn't wearing a fedora, but I'm picturing oh, it. Yeah. I can see it. A fedora was not far away. Ugh. <sighs> Like it's, pro- it's probably definitely in the rotation at this point. Dance planners wear fedoras. Oh, God. Fedoras are the whole fucking worst. They really are. They're not cute ever. They're horrible. Like, they're not becoming on anybody, honestly. Like, you look like an asshole. Yeah. You really do. Like I have never met a fedora I liked. Yeah, I like bowlers. Bowlers are cute, but like... I don't like it, bowlers either. But even then, it's kind of like, ugh. Like, it's only, honestly, only people who can wear fedoras and or bowlers are old black men like the only person i can wear a bowler is that the piano player from high school musical oh yeah she but wears like, bowlers and she's cute yeah but like honestly like old black guys the only ones who like wear this on hats or like if you're like sicilian like honestly <laughs> like seriously like that's the only guys who can like pull those things off and because they're old and they earned it so <laughs> like i just I, I don't know i have my reservations on hats um what Serena else? Serena's wearing this like weird green oh, satin top yeah. that has ropes hanging down in like the it form of a cowl neck, but like why? Not I don't understand. It looks like it looks like um It's ropes. It looks like, you know, cable, like um phone cords, you know, the twisty kinds. So, like, yeah. Like, you know, on the um hand like um the uh landline. Oh my god, it's two thousand sixteen. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm sorry. <laughs> so there's a thing they <laughs> called it a landline, it was attached to a phone a phone pole outside and they had like cables that connected from That's house so to house weird i know like, never was, heard of that there wasn't there like it's it was in, instead of like in the air it was actually attached it was attached to these phone cords that connected to the small lines not just like air and wi-fi 
or LTE. So Wi-Fi from the air. Yep. Um, that's owned by AT and T. Um, oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, so that was a terrible outfit. Also, the color that color green was hideous. Oh my god! It looked like, it looked, it looked like pea soup, like the vomit projectile from Exorcist. It was color. really gross. It's not good color. That was a bad outfit. Not a good look. Oh, um, and the the dress that Jenny keeps offering her opinion on that Eleanor Waldorf designed. It was like. This, you know, Peter Pan type collar, right? And yeah. um, it, she said it looked like a pilgrim outfit. Pilgrim went to a funeral. Oh, pilgrim went to a funeral. And she is exactly right. That is exactly what it looked like. It was yep. It was also beige. Like, I don't know. I don't it was, know. No, it, was, it was gray. It was like, it was like, a, it was like a, like a, like a, like a you know, Heather gray. Oh, okay. And then it had like a darker, darker, like charcoal color on the, on the collar. And then they had like this weird, like ribbed section in yeah, the middle it, it just like looked buttons. bad it was just a lot of things happening all at once yeah it was like we have a lot of ideas and we're gonna put it all in this outfit and hopefully one of them work and it's just like it's just too many ideas nope. none of them works it kind of all looked weird so i get why jenny had like reservations but also like i have those opinions <laughs> i know <laughs> like literally, like eleanor should have been able to see how like, bad this design like, was. literally anybody could have those opinions like, there weren't there weren't like you know genius yeah. Um, observations. There like were the like, waist needs to be one inch lower. Right. There were like obvious observations. Like I, I have, I'm nowhere near having a degree in fashion design or, you know, or uh, garment or whatever the fuck, you know, um, you know. Fashion. But you still have this yeah. opinion. It's yeah. like, <laughs> it's it's so bad. It's, it's the it's worst obvious. dress. It's obvious. Yeah. So that's a bad fashion moment. Yeah. Music. Um, I remember hearing Closer by Neo. Yes! Do, 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 Fucking do, love Neo. Remember when Neo was on Mindy Project? <laughs> remember when Neo was on The Wiz? Um, why? Oh my god. He was a tin man, and he had he had his little tin men hat, and... Oh my gosh, that, like, I... Guys, we talked about him being on, um, Mindy Project, because he didn't have a hat on, and that's, like, his yeah, signature so look. Yeah, so, it was really weird. Oh, does he wear a... He wears a fedora. He, no, he wears a... He wears a, um... Sometimes he wears a fedora, but like he also like like his main hat is like a newspaper hat, like a newspaper boy hat. Oh yeah, that's right. I yeah. confuse hats. Yeah, it's fine. But fashion. that's like his fashion look, and his like a signature look is the hat. So like when he was not wearing a hat in the Mindy Project, my first response was like, "How much did Mindy offer to pay him to like not have a hat on?" <laughs> like that's clearly something in con- <gasps> a contact contractual thing. No, your thing. first reaction was. Is that Neo? That looks kind of like Neo because you didn't recognize him without right, the right. hat. Right, exactly. And then, I was, then like immediately after that, I was like, "Oh shit, she must have has a like, you can't wear the hat because like he did not even remotely have a hat on." Oh my I god, I think maybe because so he, weird. maybe he's trying to like remove himself from music. I don't know. Yeah, he hasn't he's been playing music in a while. So, um, Close. yeah, uh, that was awesome. I can't think of any other musical um, moments. There was something called oh my god, I can't remember the name of it. It was something about New York in the title i don't remember it it's fine just cut that part out yeah i can't think of any other songs in it but um, yeah that's a, that's an important one neo yeah um any old tech low tech moments um not i guess really. not really i guess the voicemail maybe the voice yeah the vo- i mean voicemails are still a thing yeah people, but, the, but do people li- listen to them no i get them all the time and i do not listen to them i i, I literally only listen to my mom's I, that's my liter- mom knows not to leave me messages i'm a mama constantly i told her all the time and she never listens oh my god but then i'm also morbid I'm like i want to keep them forever just in case oh. yeah, i'm really morbid but um yeah she's the only um, e- voicemail i'll listen to mm-hmm. but i guess that was kind of a or the idea of leaving your cell phone somewhere 
Yeah. Because people don't leave their cell phones. You wouldn't be able to like, uh, you can't function. You're like, oh, I left my cell phone. I have to go back and get it. Yeah, exactly. So that's totally a a technical moment. The fact that um, Vanessa just pretended like she didn't see Nate's message. You can't do that anymore. Nope. I mean, you can, but no one ever believes you. Oh, I just got this. I just saw this. Girl, bye. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that does happen to me with text messages because right. my phone doesn't notify me and I don't actively check my text messages because the best way to contact me is through Twitter or Slack. <laughs> just like on just like doing the version of the dad. If you if it's important, tweet at me. What's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite life of the entire Dude, the series. the version is so great. So good. Um... What else? Any three observations? Yeah. So when Chuck is telling Serena about his trouble getting it up, he says, I don't have a romantic bone in my body, including that one. (laughs) (laughs) And it's so good. Oh, my God. That dialogue's amazing. So good. I love it. Um, I also just love my three observation is um, the the twins. I loved how like the one blonde one who's um, like the the two girls who are brunette. They're team Dan. The team Dan. And then the one blonde girl who's like literally wearing her headscarf the same way that Serena does is team Serena. (laughs) So cute. So cute. I love twins. That was that was just an adorable scene. I love that. Yeah. And yeah, I was I was definitely here. How can you be with her? Also, like, I honestly think that they are probably like 14 years old, but like, four- they look so young. They look so fucking young. Like, they, like, like Dan and Serena were like grown ass. Yeah, folks they look like they're, they 30. are in their mid 20s, but like, they look like it too. They look 30 compared to them. It's amazing. Like, the little girl, the little girls look like actual children. When yeah. They're like 12, as opposed to like, you know, I'm like, where are your parents? Why are you like endlessly walking around? Like, why are you by yourselves compared to those, old, like, Compared to Dan Serena, looks so so, so fucking old, so really funny. Um, what else? Mm. Oh, um, Rufus has started dating a woman of color. <laughs> POC alert! And um, she looks really cute. I like her. I think she is of the South Asian um descent. Oh, poor! I feel bad for her. I don't want Rufus to date an Indian. <laughs> That's valid as fuck as a as a as an Indian woman. Yeah, I don't want anyone to date him, but like especially not Indians. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so he's no dating. Rufus, no love he's for dating. Rufus. Yep, yeah. He's dating now. Yeah, because, you know, he is looking for relationships. It's the whole, like, Lily and Allison thing. Yeah. Lily and the poor man's Lily. <laughs> Aww. Yeah. Um, Lily's not in this episode. Yeah, again, but she is mentioned. She yeah. Is, she she's had, in um, Shanghai. Yeah, she's in Shanghai and presumably coming back to the United States soon. Yeah. So that is the episode, guys. Yeah, this um, is... We want to um, want to rate it? Yeah, I do. I want to... So... I really liked this episode a lot. I want to give it a eight and a half because it really, really made me want to watch the next episode like immediately Same. after. Um, I give it a solid nine. I really love the Nate and Vanessa oh God, development. It was so sad. And it like, was so sad, but also so good. And like, I haven't Serena felt this way about a relationship on the show thus far. This is like the first time in the series that I was like actively rooting for a couple. Like, I've, I need this to happen. Like I, I've never really always, I've never really been on board fully with Nate with the Dan and Serena. Like I think they love each other, but like I know they're like a hot ass mess. Yeah, and like you really don't care. I don't care because they're actually like for, for all sense of purposes, they're pretty boring yep. couple. Um, Chuck they're classic and, textbook high schoolers. Yeah, Chuck and Blair. I hate Chuck, so like I don't really care about if they're not making out with him. Looks pretty fun though. Oh, totally. Yeah, totally. I but, would like, do it. Use him, abuse him, lose him. Like, yeah. As we learned in our last episode. Like, Kleenex. Use him. Uh, Hot use, guys are use, like Kleenex. Yeah, use him. Use him, motherfucker. Use him as Kleenex and then throw his ass away. <laughs> Love it. Just, Relation tips. Yeah, exactly. Just 
he looks really fun to like mess around with but yeah. like we never want to settle down with a guy we we'll mess around with like you don't do that that's a no-no um so yeah so like for me vanessa and nate are such a great like sweet yeah they're couple. like you can you can see it like you they, can see yourself in that relationship where they compliment each other a lot and it's kind of the way that like it's almost like a mirror image of the Dan and Serena. But good. But good. It's interesting. And also like... With there's, people that don't suck. Right. And also like I love the whole like, you know, dating different races thing even if we're going to like do superficially. Like I mean like with um, Vanessa being a POC woman and, yeah. and you know, and Nate being a white dude. I, I don't know. I like I like when that happens. Yeah. As, I as, like mixed relationships. I like mixed relationships too. As, as being a product of a mixed relationship. I'm, I'm, I'm mixed. I'm mixed. <laughs> she, said, she, said, she said that one time and I... I'm like obsessed with it because it was so cute. Backstory about that. So I, cute. I uh, I was at Sally's hair supply. And I was looking for some um, leave-in hair conditioner, and I found this stuff that's for children called Mixed Kids. And my my I literally said out loud in the in the in, in the out. I'm mixed, and so I. Took I'm it. someone's kid. I'm someone's kid. <laughs> so I took it and bought it for four dollars, and it's fantastic. I'm using it right now, and my hair is silky smooth. It's um, so cute. I'm mixed. I'm mixed. So yeah, um, but yeah, it's it's a really good relationship, and um. I love seeing what's going on here, at least with their development as a couple, knowing that like, yeah, it sucks right now. And there's just so much going on, like the intrigue with like uh, with um, Nate being like a sex worker, essentially, and the fucked up shit with going on with Catherine, like threatening oh God, his, fucking Catherine, Catherine, you know, threatening to reveal um, the captain's whereabouts. And yeah. there's like my like Nate, it's finally interesting. I know. I like him this season a lot. He's finally interesting. He has like a plot that's not boring. I know. Fuck. And like the entire first season of really, the captain all, plot was so boring right. but leading up to this right and the thing is is like it's all his own you know most of his relationship most of his like plot lines have been stemmed from the two women characters in the show which actually i don't hate so much because it's usually the other way around it's usually the women are usually based on relationships are based around dudes mm-hmm. but in this show it's based on it's the women who are based um who are kind of the foundation of the relationships in the show which i'm actually quite quite I'm okay into. with this and that yeah. is feminism um but um i like the fact that there's a character a male character in the show that i could root for and finally finally and you know i fucking hate dan chuck is a shit face i fucking hate chuck i hate chuck dan is damn humphrey i am I'm damn, just, I don't know if I like Damn Humphrey or Dan Splaney better. I think I like Damn Humphrey better. I do too, but um, but Dan does splain a lot. He does, which makes him the He's worst. So hot with dressing on his face, <laughs> the glistening. Love it. So into yeah. What kind of dressing do you think he's, he has on his face? Definitely I, Italian. I would say a uh, nice balsamic. So, oh, that's true. That could be what's giving him his darker look. Yeah, the nice olive, uh, yeah. olive complexion he's got going on there. Yeah. What What do you? Do you th- what race do you think he is? Do we cut this part out? I don't know. No, let's leave it in. Fuck it. Yeah. I don't care. Um, I think he has some like you know at least some Mediterranean vibes. Yeah, that's on. what I'm feeling. Yeah, or definitely a little bit Mediterranean. Yeah, I can see it. He looks like kind of Italianish slash yeah Spanishish because he's a little For bit sure. darker. For sure, he's the olive complexion. Yeah, he can hold a tone really well. But then also he's super fucking pale. Yeah. So he can be he can go either way. Who knows? He could be very, very like Northern European word, yeah. or like from like. But when um, he's tan, he looks like fairly like Southern European. Yeah, he could be French. Very Mediterranean. Yeah, I see that. I can say French. 
But yeah, so who cares? He's named after a pencil, so who even knows? Who knows? I don't know. But yeah, so that is the episode. I like to thank Cards Against Humanity for letting us use your studios and facilities and being awesome people in our corner. Yeah, thank you. Want to let you know that this is a post loudness production. Post loudness is a collective of audio shows hosted by people of color, women, and queer identified hosts. And we want to give a shout out to a post loudness show, Open Ended, which is my other show. I'm doing a little self promotion slash cross promotion. It's so good. Deal with it. It's hosted by me and James C. Green as we talk about the intersection between pop culture and technology. And we have hosts. We talk about pretty much everything under the sun. And um, we've been doing it now. We were we will be releasing our 65th episode. Dang. As, uh, uh, as um as we're taping this, we just we just recorded our 64th episode. When this is released, 65th will be out. So insane. This that ship keeps on moving, keeps on flowing, and we're super happy that you guys have found us and found them and hopefully continue listening to all of our shows at Post Loudness. We really appreciate the support. Want to give a shout out to Subi, the Subs, the best of ever. Shout out to Cher, best co-host and producer. And you can follow us on Twitter at Gossip Girls Pod. We have some really great tweets and artwork and you should definitely follow our inane musings about Gossip Girl. Yes. You can listen to our podcast at gossipgirls.simplecast.fm you and can like our Facebook page, Gossip Girls Pod. Yes, and you can go to our website at gossipgirls.simplecast.fm to donate to us because this shit ain't free. It costs money. So you gotta, you know, if you want to see this continue to do well and want us to continue doing what we're doing, send us some cash, please. Love it, you. Yes, we appreciate it. <laughs> One-time donations are completely welcome. We encourage more, but you know, to each his own. So until next time, you know you, you love, love us. XOXO. XO. 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 XO.